Welcome to this life-changing message preached by Reverend Ukujangba of Kadesh Family Church, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to the message. Speak the Word, speak the Word, speak the Word. The eternal... Jesus, we want to thank you so very much for this wonderful day you've brought us to. This is the day you have made. We rejoice and we are glad in it. Thank you for everything that we have. Everything that we have, Lord, we owe to you. Lord, we are nothing without you. You made us, you gave us life. You breathe your breath of life into us. And Lord, thank you for also bringing us into your kingdom, for transforming us from the kingdom of darkness into your marvelous light. And we pray that, Lord, in church today, you will speak to us. Lord, may I bring your people your words today. I thank you. We thank you for what we have given. Bless this seed. May it be multiplied many, many, many times over to your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You move mountains. You cause walls to fall by your power. You do miracles. There is nothing that's too hard for me. And we're standing here Only because you made You mountains You cause us to fall By your power Perform special day. This is the last Sunday of the year. There's no better place to find yourself but to be in church. Amen. God has brought us this far. It is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. Not only is it the last Sunday of the year, it's actually the last Sunday of the decade. God has brought us 10 years into this century. We have just, more, just nine more to go. <laughs> I remember 10 years ago, there was a scare called the Y2K scare. It was believed that many computer systems would begin to shut down because of uh, the short format in which dates had been stored. Instead of four digits, we're using two digits because in those days it was very difficult to get storage on computers. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so everybody was waiting for the whole world to shut down. 
electric grids and water systems, everything. But we are here. We have survived. Hallelujah. Now, God is not just only going to bring you into a new year, but your life now is going to be counted in decades. So not just the coming year, but the coming decade. If you believe it, shout amen. Amen. You're going to survive the next 10 years. I will see you in 20 what? I'll see you in 2030. <laughs> not, just, not just in 2021, but in 2030. See, I'll be there. You shall be there. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, I want to bring you a short message of encouragement. Hallelujah. As we enter 2020, amen. As we enter 2020, all right? And my message is, in 2020, despise not prophesyings. Amen. <laughs> despise not prophesyings, all right? 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 20. What does it say? It says exactly that. It says, despise not prophesyings. Amen. Amen. Despise not prophesyings. Uh, that's the King James. The NIV says, do not treat prophecies with contempt. Give me another version. Do not treat prophecies with contempt. Do not despise prophetic utterances. Another version. Do not treat prophecies with contempt. Amen. When the Bible says not to do something, the reason is people have a tendency to do it. The Bible doesn't say don't do something if people do not not do it. <laughs> So the fact that people are despising prophesying is the reason why the Bible says do not do that. Do not despise prophecies. Do not treat prophecies with contempt. That means don't make light of prophecies. That means do not make fun of prophecies. That means do not just brush prophecies aside. Take it seriously if you want to move forward with God. Amen. In actual fact, it is a mistake not to Take prophecies seriously. You know, what is a prophecy? A prophecy means speaking under divine inspiration. Amen. Usually, most often by an authority figure, all right? Prophecy doesn't just, when we talk about prophecy, a lot of times we just think it's about foretelling things or events that are about to or going to happen in the future. But prophecy has a whole lot more than just that. Amen. Now, Bob, I'm going to uh, read to you a short story of someone who despised prophecy in 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 1 to 2. And you see what happened to him. Because the prophet Elisha spoke about something that was going to happen, and then you will hear what he said. <laughs> in 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 1 to 2, I want us to read from the New um, Living Translation. Because there had been a famine in the land. Elijah replied, hear this message from the Lord. This is what the Lord says, by this time tomorrow in the market. So this was supposed to be a 24-hour miracle. All right, he said, by this time tomorrow in the market of Samaria, five quarts of fine flour will cost only half an ounce of silver, and 10 quarts of barley grain will cost only half an ounce of silver. It's like I come to you and I say, guess what? By this time tomorrow, you're going to be buying gas at, well, 20 cents a gallon. You just be laughing, isn't it? <laughs> you see, I've never seen that before. 
or say, by this time tomorrow, a McDouble will cost how much? Five cents. <laughs> All right? So he said, everything is going to come down in price. You know, maybe they hadn't seen these prices a long time. So in verse 2, all right, it says, The officer assisting the king said to the man of God, so this is the guy who was scoffing at the prophet. He said, that couldn't happen even if the Lord opened the windows of heaven. <laughs> he said, that even if God decided to open the windows of heaven to rain down whatever, he said, that could not happen. It is impossible. All right? But Elisha replied, you will see it happen, but you won't be able to eat any of it. Just because he despised the prophecy. Just because he scoffed at the man of God. Just because he treated the prophecy with contempt. Just because he brushed it aside. Because he didn't take it seriously. All right? The man of God has spoken. All right? So let's see what happened in verse 16. All right? So this is 24 hours later. Then the people of Samaria rushed out and, uh, and plundered the Armenian camp. So it was true. This is many verses later. This is 24 hours later. And there was an abundance. All right? So they began to rush out to plunder. So it was true that five quarts of fine flour were sold that day for half an ounce of silver, and ten quarts of barley grain were sold for half an ounce of silver, just as the Lord had promised. Amen. Amen. So I just want you to note here that it was Elisha that has spoken, and the Bible is saying the Lord had promised. Amen. Amen. So the Lord had promised through his prophet. The Lord has spoken through his prophet, just as the prophet had said, it happened exactly. Verse 17, all right? The king appointed his officer to control. The officer referring to the guy who, you know. So the king said, the king was just acting. He said, um, the such, he said the king uh, appointed his officer to control the traffic. And they gave so many people a stampede. But he was knocked down and trampled to death. <laughs> As the people rushed out, the king, the king said, I just need somebody for crowd control. There are just way too many people. We need someone to go and uh, control the people. But it says he couldn't do anything about it, all right? So they knocked him down. They trampled him to death. So everything happened exactly. Say exactly. exactly. I see God's word happening exactly. Amen. As it has been spoken Amen. to you Amen. from this pulpit as it has been spoken to you from our prophets, it will happen exactly. Amen. Say exactly. exactly. Say no bend. No, bend. no, curve. no curve. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. It says it happened exactly as the man of God had predicted when the king came to his house. And then it goes on to explain what happened. Verse 18 says... The man of God had said to the king, by this time tomorrow in the markets of Samaria, five quarts of fine flour will cost half an ounce of silver, and ten quarts of barley grain will cost half an ounce of silver. Verse 19, the king's officer replied, that couldn't happen even if the Lord opened the windows of heaven. And the man of God had said, you will see it happen, but you won't be able to eat any of it. May you see it happen, and may you also eat of it in your life. May you see the fulfillment of the prophecies. And may you also eat thereof. Amen. Verse 20. And so it was, for the people trampled him to death at the gate. Amen. So I'm going to give you maybe four sources of prophecy that you will receive this year. Amen. Amen. All right. So do not despise prophecies because it is a mistake. 
to despise prophesyings. Amen. All right. So the prophecy that you doubt is a prophecy that will not happen for you. But the prophecy that you believe is a prophecy that will come to pass in your life. Amen. The prophecy you believe is the prophecy that you shall receive in the coming year. Amen. All right. So number one, despise not prophesying means you must respect prophecies of the scripture. Amen. Let me explain. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 20. So the first prophecy you need is prophecy of the scripture. What does 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 20 says? It says, For the prophecy came not. No, okay, verse 20 says, knowing this first, King James, King James. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture. So scripture itself is prophecy. Amen. The Bible is prophecy. The Bible is a collection of prophecies. That's why it is saying that prophecy of the scripture. You have to res respect scripture. If you wanted a prophecy for your life in the coming year, you would be turning to scripture every day. See, if I said there was a great man of God who I said was a prophet who was going to say things into your life, and he was standing at, what's the name of this junction? 1960 and what? And Veterans. I'm sure a lot of you show up in the morning. There's a great prophet. He's going to prophesy into my life every day. Wouldn't you want to show up to receive a word from the Lord? Even if you stay where? In Tumble. You make the early morning drive to come and hear the word of the prophet and what he has to speak into your life, isn't it? But what we fail to realize is scripture is prophecy. So when you do not turn to scripture in the morning every day, you are denying yourself a prophecy for that day. The Bible says no prophecy of the scripture. Scripture is prophecy. Scripture is God speaking to us. You know, through people he has inspired to speak to us. That's why 2 Timothy 3 verse 16 says, no, um, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. So it says no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. Verse 21. For holy men of God spake, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man. I remember once we went witnessing, and I met a very young boy, and he said, why should I pay attention to what you're saying? He said, the Bible was written by human beings. And he wasn't wrong. It was written by men. But it says the prophecy didn't come by their own will. Even though they wrote down the things that they wrote, even though they spoke the things that they spoke, even though they put it down, it didn't come by their own will. The prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Amen. So God can move somebody to speak. Someone you say, I want God to speak to me directly myself. You'll be waiting forever and ever. <laughs> You'll be waiting for decades. Because the word that God has for you, he's given to somebody to bring to you. So it's up to you to pay attention to what is being said. That's the way he acts. Don't ask me why. It says God speaks through people that are moved by the Holy Ghost to speak. Amen. So don't despise prophesying means you must respect the prophecies of the scripture. Amen. Because the whole Bible is a collection of prophecies. Amen. Number two. Despise not prophesying means you must scream amen. Yeah. 
to the prophecy spoken over your life. Amen. amen. Some of you will not say amen. amen. <laughs> no, amen. When you say amen, it's like you have a net in your hand. And the words are flying through the air. It's up to you to catch. Otherwise, it will just pass you by. It will benefit some but not benefit others. The way that you get the fulfillment is by screaming amen. Amen. Genesis 12, 3 says, And I will bless them that bless thee, and I will curse them that curse thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Jeremiah 28, verse 6 says, Even the prophet Jeremiah said, Amen. It says, Even the prophet said, Amen. The Lord do so. So, Amen means, Jeremiah 28, the Amen means, The Lord do so. So, anytime something is said and spoken, and you shout, Amen, you say, May the Lord do it. May the Lord do it. Your words are going to work out for you in 2020. Your words are extremely powerful. You are saying, the Lord do so. So when I say you are blessed, you say amen. You say, may the Lord truly bless me. So it's not that um, it's not the hyper people, super hyper people in church. who you, you just, You're going to sit down diplomatically in church while the words of prophecy are being spoken. You are missing out. It says, it says that even the prophets, Jeremiah said, Amen. The Lord do so. The Lord perform thy words which thou hast prophesied. Say, the Lord perform, the Lord perform his, words, his words which are being prophesied. It says, the Lord perform thy words which, uh, uh, which thou hast prophesied to bring again the vessels of the Lord's house and all that is carried away captive. Amen. amen. So say, Amen. Till you can't say amen anymore. It's important, all right? So when someone speaks a blessing over you, it's important for you not to sit there like a, someone who's deaf and dumb, <laughs> all right? Always shout amen, scream amen. Decide to be the one who shouts amen the loudest. Amen. The louder your amen, the, loud, the, the bigger your catch. The bi- the bi- so next year by this time, when you come and you see Emmanuel blessed, amen. don't be surprised. <laughs> Because he's shouting amen the loudest. And look at where he's sitting. If I you, I actually want to come and sit in front of him. (laughs) Because recently I went for an event somewhere and they said they were going to give prizes. You know how they're giving out the prizes. They're throwing it it into the um, the crowd. And look at me. As tall as I am. So I, I was at the front. And when they threw it, I just jumped and I caught it. And I said, too bad to those behind me. If they had known, they would have come to sit in front of me. But because of where I was sitting, I was able to get the first catch. So Emmanuel wants to get the first catch. (laughs) Don't be left out. Amen. Shout amen when the blessings are being spoken. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Number uh, number three, despise not prophesying means you must respect the prophecies that come from fathers and from mothers. Amen. All right. So, in, when you look at the book of Proverbs, uh, sections that, that, that are described as prophecies, all right? When you look at Proverbs chapter 30, verse 1 to 2, it says, Proverbs 30, 1 to 2. It says, the words of Agur, the son of Jakeh, <laughs> even the prophecy, even the, pro- the man speak unto Ethiel, even unto Ethiel and Ukal. Surely I am more brutish than any man and have not the understanding of a man, all right? 
So the words spoken by a father, be it your biological father. Pay attention to the things that are spoken to your biological father. See, we are talking about people who are speaking by inspiration, not necessarily being aware of the fact that they are being inspired to see what they are saying. You see, sometimes I would expect that if God brings children into the world through their parents, God would also, just like when a baby is born, the mother has breast milk ready for the child. The only reason is because she brought that child forth. So God also gives her the, um, the, the ability, the capacity, whatever is needed for her to nurture that child. Likewise, I believe that when a lot of, a lot of the things that parents say are inspired by God, not necessarily someone who stands in church to speak to you, but just because of the position of authority that they occupy, you see, God will give them words. All right? So it says, the words of Agar, the son of Jacob, even a prophecy, the man speak unto Ethiel. Amen? And then, you look at Proverbs 31, verse 1, despise not prophesying. You must respect the prophecies of your mother. It says in... Um, in verse, chapter 31, verse 1, it says, The words of King Limor, the prophecy that his mother taught him. Amen. The prophecy that his mother taught him. Amen. Amen. The next source of prophecy is in books. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't think that a book is a static document. After all, as I say, see, the word of God is, um, where is that? Is that in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12? No, she says, the word of God is, some versions say, is living and powerful. Some other versions say, it is living and it is active. Words that are spoken and which are also recorded are prophecies. They are living and they are active. Amen. So pay attention to these living words, all right? Do not despise. We're saying, do not despise prophesying. Do not despise words spoken by a prophet that are also recorded, that are put down. <laughs> That's the advantage we have. You see, recording words spoken is something God has been doing forever. When God gave the Ten Commandments and every other commandment, he said, write it down. Even when they didn't have printing presses. He said, find a way of recording it. Such that when Moses came down and he saw the people of Israel, you know, messing up. He was so angry that the Bible says that he threw the tablets of stone and it broke. And then God said, we have to do this again. He said, heal thee again two stones. He said, I'm going to write it down again. So God himself has been in the business of writing things down. He writes it down for a permanent record. And those words are inspired words. Those words are prophetic words. Those words don't lose their power. Amen. So don't despise things that are written down. I'm showing you all the sources for your blessings. The sources for your blessings, despise not prophesying. Amen. Amen. All right. Revelation chapter 22, verse 10. Revelation chapter 22, verse 10. And he saith unto me, seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book. Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book. There's a prophecy in the book. <laughs> the book is a prophecy. The book has many things to say. Again, when the person was writing, he did not necessarily know you, but God gave him words that will change your life. He says, seal not the sayings. May it not be said that if I want to hide something from you, I just have to put it in a book. 
I'm not talking about money. Some of you, yes, you go and hide your, um, your, your, your $100 bills in a book. Page, whatever page. You, you know you're the only one who knows that there's money in that book. It's a very convenient um, place to hide things, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm not talking about money hidden in books. The, the words that have been written, it's hiding things from you. Because you're not bothering to go to it. It says, seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book. For the time is at hand. Verse 18. Verse 18. For I testify unto every man that hear the words of the prophecy of this book. The prophecy of the books. The prophecy of the books. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. All right? So the prophecy of this book. All right? And then finally... Don't, um, despise not prophesying means you have to receive the impartation of gifts that come through the spoken word. Amen. Jesus said that the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. They are more than just mere words. So now you think something just being said. He said these words have the ability to bring about life. Amen. He said they are spirits and they are life. So many of you are receiving something. They're receiving something as the words of God are being spoken, all right? They are seeds. The word of God first is described as a seed. The word of God then also is described as water, or the, by the washing of the water by the word. How many of you want to be watered? See, after seeds are sown, you have to water the seeds. So that's one purpose of coming to church and hearing the word of God spoken. You have to keep watering the seed. And as you water the seed, it grows. You don't have to hear something just the first time. You have to hear it many times. Don't say, I've already heard this being said. No, you need to keep pouring water on it. What did Paul said? He said, I planted an Apollos water, isn't it? Something has been planted. We need to keep watering it. He said, and God brings about the increase. Amen. So receive, um, receive the impartation of gifts that comes through the spoken word. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13 to 14. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13 to 14. Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine, to doctrine. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy by the laying on of the hands of the presbytery, amen, which was given thee by prophecy. So there is something that is imparted to you through prophecy, amen. Now finally, I want to go through some confessions with you, amen, all right? The Bible says that we understand by faith that the world's we're framed by the word of God. So likewise, you can frame your world, amen, by the things that you speak. Romans chapter 4, verse 17. Romans chapter 4, because what I want you to know that you can become a prophet unto yourself, amen. amen. You know, the Bible says that we should desire spiritual gifts, and we say a lot about the gift of speaking in tongues, but the Bible says, but especially that you may be able to prophesy, so you have to prophesy, and you have to speak. 
when um, um, God was with a prophet in the valley, the dead bones, the dry bones, he said, can these bones live? He said, prophesy. You have to prophesy to things that are dead, that they might come back to life. That's what brought them back to life. Things that are dying in your life, things that are on life support, <laughs> things that you need to resuscitate, things that need, uh, what do you call it? Um, CPR. <laughs> There's some things in your life that need CPR. You need to get on. You need to start pumping it back to life. Amen. So it says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him who he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Amen. So in, in Christendom or in Christianity or with God, it's perfectly okay and legal to talk about things as though they already exist, even though they do not. Amen. It says, calleth those things which be not. Can you think of things that are not in your life? Can you think about things that are absent in your life that you'd want to be present? The Bible says that you have to call them into existence as though they were already there. Amen. It says, calling those things that be not as though they were. Amen. And Mark chapter 11, verse 23 says, You shall have whatsoever you say. Ye shall have whatsoever ye saith. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Hallelujah. You move mountains. Is that C? Okay. Walls to fall by your power. There is nothing that's impossible, and we stand in here only because you mountains, you mountains, you cause walls. Close your eyes and repeat these words after me. Say, the Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light and salvation. Rejoice not against me. Rejoice not against me. Oh, my enemy. Oh, my enemy. When I fall. When I fall. I shall rise. I shall rise. Although it seems I am done. I am down today. Although it seems I am down today. The Lord is raising me up right now. The Lord is raising me up right now. I will not be down forever. I will not be down forever. This disappointment. This disappointment. Will turn around for my good. Will turn around for my good. This setback. This setback. Is working out for my advancement. It's working out for my advancement. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my light. Although it is dark. 
Although it is dark. Around me. Around me. I see the Lord lifting me up. I see the Lord lifting me I'm up. I'm not afraid of the darkness. I'm not afraid of the darkness. The heaviness in my heart is gone. The heaviness in my heart is gone. I shall shed no more tears. I shall shed no more tears. My days of crying are over. My days of crying are over. I shall not be sad forever. I shall not be sad forever. I boldly declare. I boldly declare. That this experience shall work out for my good. That this experience will work out for my good. My life is moving ahead. Life is moving ahead. I will not be depressed anymore. I will not be depressed anymore. In fact, I am not depressed anymore. In fact, I am not depressed anymore. No man can break my heart. No man can break my heart. No human being can break my heart. No human being can break my, my heart. My trust is in the Lord. My trust is in the Lord. Who is my strength and my salvation? Who is my strength and my salvation? I am pressing on. I am pressing on. This experience is a stepping stone. This experience is a stepping stone. This complex situation. This complex situation is a stepping stone to my blessing. It's a stepping stone to my blessing. All things are working together. All things are working together. In my favor and for my good. In my favor and for my good. My enemies are being used to promote me. My enemies are being used to promote me. The Lord is the strength of my life. The Lord is the strength of my life. I don't feel weak anymore. I don't feel weak anymore. Disappointment has no power over my my life. Disappointment has no power over my life. Depression has no power over my life. Depression has no power over my life. Grief has no power over my life. Grief has no power over my life. Every trace of sorrow. Every trace of sorrow. Fear, terror, and panic. Fear, terror, and panic. Is gone from my life. It's gone from my life. No man on this earth. No man on this earth can frustrate my life. Can frustrate my life. I am not a frustrated person. I'm not a frustrated person. I am a blessed person. I'm a blessed person. I am flourishing. I am flourishing. Things are getting better with every passing minute. Things are getting better with every passing minute. I feel myself rising. I feel myself rising. I declare that I am rising above every experience in my life. I declare that I'm rising above every experience in my life. Every day is a learning experience for me. Every day is a learning experience for me. I have learned my lesson. I have learned my lesson. I will not make those mistakes anymore. I will not make those mistakes Improvement anymore. has come into my life. Improvement has come into my life. Although everything around me seems bleak. Although everything around me seems bleak. And hopeless. And hopeless. My heart shall no more be afraid. My heart shall no more be afraid. I am confident. I am confident. From now on. From now on. I will desire one thing. I will desire one thing. I will desire the Lord. I will desire the Lord. I will seek after the Lord. I will seek after the Lord. Early in the morning. Early in the morning. I will come to the Lord. I will come to the Lord. I will seek for him in the evening. I will seek for him in the evening. From now on. From now on. I will dwell in the house of the Lord. I will dwell in the house of the Lord. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. I see God setting me upon a rock. I see God setting me upon a rock. I see God hiding me in his tabernacle. I see God hiding me in his tabernacle. From this moment. From this moment. I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm secure. I'm secure. I see God lifting up my head. I see God lifting up my head. God has lifted up my head. God has lifted up my head. High above my enemies. High above my enemies. Who are round about me. Who are round about I me. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. After every night. After every night. There must be a day. There must be a day. My day is coming. My day is coming. I see the sun rising on my life. I see the sun rising on my life. I know that it looks impossible. I know that it looks impossible. But I'm rising again. But I'm rising again. I'm beginning to sing. I'm beginning to sing. I'm singing praises to the Lord. I'm singing praises to I'm the Lord. I'm rejoicing in the Lord. I'm rejoicing in the Lord. I would have fainted. I would have fainted. I would have died. I would have died. But because I believe. 
Because I believe. I see the goodness of the Lord. I see the goodness of God the Lord. is showing me His goodness right now. God is showing me His goodness right now. Things are getting better. Things are getting better. I have hope for my life. I have hope for my life. I have hope for the future. I have hope for the future. I shall not be ashamed. I shall not be ashamed. Because the greater one. Because the greater one is in me. Is in me. Shout your loudest amen. amen. You move mountains. You move mountains. You call victory if you need that victory just step forward and let me pray with you that God will do it in your life the year is not over yet God is not done with you if you want me to pray with you that God will touch your life and God will bring his blessing into your life just step forward and I'll pray with you that God will come through for you that God will hear your secret prayer that God will hear your cry in the night that God will change everything that God will turn it all around that God will do the impossible, that God will break down every wall, that God will stand strong on your behalf and show himself the great and mighty one. Hallelujah. You move mountains, you cause walls to fall with your power. You perform miracles. There is nothing that's impossible, and we're standing here only because you 
mountains. You move mountains. You cause walls to fall with your power. With your power, you perform miracles. There is nothing. Jesus. And we're standing here, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Only because you made Lord, and we're standing here. Only because you made And we're standing here. Only because you made you cause walls to fall with your power. You perform miracles. There is nothing that's impossible. And we're standing only because you fail. Expect a series of victories, amen. 
and a series of miracles. Because God is not done with us yet. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to have a holy communion at this time. Brothers, sisters, we are and our lives have just begun in the spirit we are young and will live forever sons of God hear his holy word gather around the table of the Lord eat his body drink his blood During the communion, Bishop prays for us. This time, he's going to do some praying with us. So when we get to that point, I'd like you to put yourself into it and pray along. Amen. All right, for a short period. All right. Father, we thank you as we come before your table. Yes, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let this body of Jesus Christ as we receive this bread minister life to everyone here by your power we receive the body of Jesus Christ the body of Jesus Christ Take the wine. Whatever mistake you've made with your tongue, whatever words you've spoken against anybody, any authority figure, may you receive mercy. May your sins be forgiven. May it not be held against you. May you receive the blood of Jesus as the magic master cleanser of all sins the blood of Jesus Christ the blood of Jesus Christ now we are going to receive our blessing now Today your blessing is coming from a little prayer that we are going to pray. Amen. Psalm 30 and verse 11. I want you to be very attentive in this. It's just about five minutes of prayer. 2020. God is going to turn your mourning into dancing. Thou hast turned for me my mourning into dancing. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and gathered me with gladness. Lift your hand now and declare that whatever represents mourning and sorrow in your life in 2019, as we 
depart from 2019 your morning is turning into dancing thou hast turned for me my morning into dancing thou hast turned for me my begin to pray and declare this blessing over your life pray for yourself pray that God turn your morning the things that bring you grief and sorrow and heartache pray that thou turn into jubilation into rejoicing and into triumph Lord in the name of Jesus how many believe that God can turn your morning into dancing? Yes, Lord. Huh? We will dance once again. Whatever represents morning in your life. Yes. Sorrowing over something that cannot change. God is turning it. Yes. Turning it. Turning it. Turning it. Turning it. Come on. Thank him right now. Our money into dancing. Our money into dancing. Our money into dancing. Our money into dancing. 
personal savior and your Lord, if you've never invited him into your life to come and save you, to cleanse you of your sins, to forgive you, 
I want to pray with you. If you do not know Jesus personally for yourself, if you don't know whether you go to heaven or hell, if you are to die today, the Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die, and then the judgment. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ to give an account of the things that we did while in this body, whether good or bad. I'll just pray with you. Just lift up your right hand where you are, with every eye closed, and I will pray and ask Jesus to come into your heart and to make you into a brand new person. Let's say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father we, thank you we thank you that no one can love us, no one can love us like you do. Like you do. Because you've loved us from the start with an everlasting love. We who were once very far away, you brought us near and you've washed us in the blood of your son Jesus. And you've given us a new life. We pray, oh God, that our lives will glorify you in every way, every day, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you going to despise prophet signs? You cannot turn to the person beside you and say, you cannot afford to. Despise prophesying in 2020 was the first way God is going to bring us prophecy through the scripture. Amen. If you want a personal daily prophecy, where do you need to go? To scripture. It says prophecy of the scripture. Amen. The next thing you need to do is to cultivate the habit of saying more amens. Amen is not just for the pastor to say or for the overzealous people in the church is for you to lift up your nets and catch the blessing as it is passing by. Amen. What's another source of prophecy? Your fathers and your mother. What's another source of prophecy? The books. The book of prophecy. It says seal it not. So you seal it or you don't unseal it when you don't open it up. And then the spoken word. Believe every word that is spoken. Jesus said, the words that I'm speaking, they are spirit and they are life. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to take... We hope you have been blessed by this message. God bless you.